<laughs> when are we starting? Whenever you want. Okay, let's okay. start right now. Let's start. Okay, so this is episode 27 of the podcast, yeah. and I am Valerie Supermoon. And I am Casey Waning Moon, and we have a guest here, and it is... I am Samuel Harvest Moon Pace Twami. Okay. And thank you for being here. Thanks for being our guest tonight. <laughs> and yeah. this is the podcast, Nothing's, Nothing's Too Weird. Friday or Saturday, what said she that was her favorite part scott's music yeah like the rock and music really Scott. sets the tone we, big what? time people are loving your rock and music yeah tone. we're gonna get a cease and desist soon <laughs> we're gonna get a cease and desist somebody will eventually i mean get more listeners somebody's gonna yep. say stop using our music yeah but then we'll just have luke playing yeah. music then <laughs> At that point, once we get the cease and desist, that's when we're going to desist. Yeah. So cease. nothing is too weird. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. 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 Okay. <laughs> it, it can yeah. be too weird to us, but it's not too weird to someone else. That's mm-hmm. the point. So, Well, some of your topics that you sent me and listening to a couple of your podcasts, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, very, that's interesting. <laughs> These ladies have some interesting topics. <laughs> and what we always like to do is first... Check in with Walgreens. Yes. How do you feel about Walgreens, Sam? <laughs> I, I am neutral, really. Uh, a lot of a lot, a lot of, people of people are, are neutral. Yeah, they're just like you know. I, I it's can, fine. It's fine. It's expensive, but <laughs> usually if you're there, they have what you need. They have That's everything. Exactly what so, two of my coworkers said this week. Oh, is, I don't go but, to Walgreens. I'm not rich, and I was like, you well, know general things rich. like water, stuff like that. Yeah. Like if you need a, a cold yeah. water yeah. or something, yeah. just stop in, and that's great. They always but, have yeah. clearance items too, though, so like weird clearance. Yeah, you go stuff we couldn't sell at twenty bucks here, yeah. so I actually pay their actual price. And yeah, go. I enjoy it. Yeah, look at the end caps. You, I'm taking. Right. You are both very pro Walgreens. Pro, very much. So. Walgreens. That's fine. Hey, my know. mom had an experience there this yeah. week. That okay, so she said she forgot to tell me, but she didn't forget to tell me because she told me. Yeah, and it is. She went there, and there was an old man in line ahead of her, and he said to the cashier. Were you on the Mickey Mouse Club? And my mom was like, this lady looked like a mouse. And what? I think he... So my mom was thinking he was saying that because she looked like a mouse. And she was like, she looked exactly like a mouse. And so my mom was like, this is really uncomfortable. Is your mom mousey? I mean, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> no, this was but... the cashier that he was okay. talking to that my mom was like, this lady looked like a mouse. The cashier. The cashier did. Yeah, so she thought this guy was saying it because the cashier looked like a mouse. But then, so my mom felt real uncomfortable and it's just like, well, it's an old guy. And the cashier was like, I don't know how to take that. And mom was like, well, it's going down now. But what really was happening is the cashier's name was Annette. So that's, yeah. But also, she happened to look like a mouse. Wow, that's so much. So she she might have been mistaking her for Annette Funicello, who I think is dead. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, maybe, you know, memories happen in weird ways, I guess. My mom thought something really mm-hmm. terrible was going down, but really it was just this lady's name was Annette, and this was an old man that doesn't know what's going on. Or was that a joke, too, maybe? It could have been. It could have been. 
No one knew how to take it, though. The cashier didn't know how to take it either. So that's our Walgreens check-in. That's great. What we need to check in now is something that's going on in here. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> we got some dogs. <laughs> it's dogs. a dog. We have a dog date going on tonight. <laughs> yeah. And so you got a new dog, Molly. Yes, we were lucky enough to... Molly came into our life this week, and we rescued her from uh, A57 Rescue. And then uh, she is just amazing. Like, we've had um, dogs, or I've had dogs in the past. My husband has as well, but it's been a long time. And we actually lost our cat last year. It got away one night, and we didn't realize it until the next day. And despite our efforts, we couldn't, we didn't find a kitty. So we decided after about a year that we were ready. And Molly is so great. She's she seems really calm. Very calm. She is very calm, mm-hmm. and she was trained when she came to us, even oh, though she's nice. a puppy. Mm-hmm. So that is, you know, she doesn't yeah. bark a lot. She's good with people and other dogs. She's good with the cat. Mm-hmm. She's been good yeah. with the cat here. Yeah, she's not really aggressive at all. Um, you know, it, it's weird adjusting to it. I know the animal is adjusting more than we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, with work schedules and whatever. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm, I don't know if you feel guilty sometimes when you leave your yeah. dog and you have to put it away. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm sure he whines. Because just he doesn't even whine. He just has this sad look on his face. Mm. Like, how dare you do this? But he always <laughs> has... Look at his face now. He looks sad right now. He just looks sad all the time. So I just push my emotions on him. <laughs> well, I mean, he looks tragic. Have you always been dog dog people? We Scott hadn't had a dog since... That's my first dog, pretty much. I had a dog when I was like... Casey. Five, but it ran away. Yeah, and I it's Casey. And I don't remember it. <laughs> Actually, I think I've, have I told the story about the dog before? Yeah, about Casey. Casey. Is, yeah. It was named Casey. <laughs> it ran away, and my dad told me it's not going to come back. And I was like, all right. Well, you know. And then uh, the pound showed up a few days later, and like, hey, we found your dog. But my dad was like, uh, keep it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Poor that was my Casey. only dog. Yep, mm. now we have Cosmo. Oh, wow, Cosmo's adorable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cosmo is going to be one next month. Mm. So he's growing up. So right was it seven in dog years then? Is yeah. it seven for everyone? So. Yep, he'll be seven. What do you put on the card? Seven? <laughs> the you doggy card? <laughs> Casey, you're going to get a cake. Not chocolate. Uh, not chocolate, no. <laughs> not you ever been a Bon Appetit? No. I've heard great things about them. Like, they make, yeah. like, doggy... Cakes that Wait, are safe do? for them. I don't think it's Bon Appetit. I think it's Three Dog Bakery. That's the one in Valley mm-hmm. Junction. Oh. Yeah, they make cakes for dogs. I'll have to get them one. Mm-hmm. You would love it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I think Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit also has lots of like wholesome dog food and stuff. Yeah, they're great. That's where I get all my dog and cat. Oh, food. really? Mm-hmm. They should give me free dog and cat. Yeah, food Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Send some free in, stuff. Is that in the same place where Campbell's used to be? Yeah, it's on University um, in 42nd, where Campbell's is, mm-hmm. um, and then they also open a new one in West Des Moines. Oh. Yep, on University, like, out in Waukee. Yeah, Bon Appetit, if you're listening, we have yeah. dogs, and yep, we have yeah. food. So. Yep, so send it. <laughs> they have a great program. If you buy 10 bags of dog food, you get one free. Send us the free bags. Yeah, send us the free bags. <laughs> Someone's like, yeah, no, I don't need that free one. Life is good. <laughs> Give it to someone else. That's, that's the unclaimed free bag. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a like, list recently that said there's top 10 dogs for anxiety and pugs were on the list. Mm-hmm. So Cosmo was helping me out mentally. 
I can see that. Him and my pills are helping me out. I can see that. You know, he makes me laugh every day by being so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your picture on Facebook of him with his face on the couch. Yeah, cushions. he's always just doing really weird, cool. dumb things. <laughs> and I think he's like, this made her laugh. I'll do it some more. <laughs> and I saw on, because we got him at a farm kind of by Iowa City, and I saw that his dad has fathered some more pugs. So his dad is a real slut in the oh, dog world. Wow. He's a other stud dogs? dog. Yeah, I was going to say stud. <laughs> yeah. I, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, his stud dad is dogs. a real stud. Wow. What's going on? Is Cosmo taking the... Cosmo. He produced a nice pug, Cosmo's dad <laughs> yeah. did. Yes. So Quality. Mm-hmm. The last pug he... Um, whatever, got pregnant. Yeah. Was a black pug, so he is... For whatever race of pug. That's oh, <laughs> my like yeah. you know, seriously. <laughs> if it's not going to hurt them as a breeding thing, then they should be. Yep, able to, just do it. Because isn't that also a thing that if some breeds, it's dangerous if they breed yeah, because like of inbreeding. Their, yeah, well, mm-hmm. that's always dangerous. Yeah. Whatever you're human or dog, <laughs> any but, species. Yeah, right. That's not recommended. But <laughs> I've heard, yeah, some dogs if they can't be bred with other dogs or it, you know, certain things oh, about really? their circulatory system or their organs. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I think oh. I've heard that. It may be total bullcrap. Do we swear here? Or yeah. There, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Fuck you. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I hate I hate it when it's like it's forced, but then sometimes, on, especially on some of the other podcasts I record, it's usually pretty PC, and then at some point, someone will be like, and then yeah, fuck this, and then like, well, you've ruined the podcast. <laughs> I think uh, Mike Keeler sometimes will beep a fuck out. I don't know, it's, and it's like nobody that would be an audience of ours would really be offended. Yeah. By that. <laughs> but, that's cool. It was yeah. like today I work with uh, Bosnian guys and then uh, an American guy. He swears all the time. It's like fuck every other word to where it doesn't even have meaning anymore. But the Bosnian guy just can't believe how much they swear. He's like, Damatrandi with your FK bullshit. They don't like it. No. It's oh, FK bullshit. Okay. We can FK bullshit here I can understand if we need that. to. I can understand that. I like that. Now the dogs are just totally fine. Molly's cool. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Molly just came in and was just like, yeah, fine. Dog and cat, here I am. Yeah. We, we were lucky with her. I don't know what we now did she's to just laying get under so lucky. Somewhere. The table. Wow. That nice. is a great dog. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's, yeah, for a puppy, she likes to sleep, which is fine. Like, if she wants to nap, I mean, we try yeah. to get her, take her out as much as possible, but... You know, if she wants to be a lazy dog, she'd pick the right family to be with. And she gets bursts of energy, which is great. Um, we're did, excited. She, did they adopt out all of her puppies that she had? That I'm not sure of. I know they took them away from her right away mm-hmm. um, when they brought them into the shelter. So I don't know if... I, I'm sure they were all separated out. Yeah. Well, hopefully they all got adopted. <laughs> I hope so. You know, it's amazing. I, I didn't thought, think very much about animal adoption before this because we thought about a pet. We're like, oh, okay, we're going to go pay someone a really large price a couple places or, you know, how you know how easy is this? And mm-hmm. it was pretty straightforward. They just did an inspection of our house to make sure it was safe living mm-hmm. conditions and mostly fenced and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, like, what great people, especially, like, the fosters who probably don't get yeah. paid much of anything, maybe reimbursed mm-hmm. for dog food or what have you. But that have you know multiple dogs in their that would home. be so hard, and yeah, then to and be like get attached the and then be like oh goodbye. Mm-hmm. She was sad. the The girl Lisa who had Molly before us, 
um, she wrote us a nice little letter and, you know, told her what some of the things Aww. that she liked. And she'd only had her for less than a month. Yeah. Um, 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 but, but it was really sad. I don't know what's happening, Scott. Echo. I don't think I'm going to listen to my headphones because it's really Whoa. delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't anymore. Weird. We'll just Scott, assume we're I fine. I felt like we were in... Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Are no we more, going? No more headphones? Yeah, you're good. That's disappointing. I just got that. I thought that would help. We need the headphones for the ASMR, though. No, we don't. We know how to do it. We don't. We know how to do it. You like okay. the headphones, don't you? you I like kind of do. <laughs> See, I, I don't like hearing I myself. It's kind of a nightmare. <laughs> okay, so. I don't mind hearing myself usually. I'm not a big fan of seeing myself. That's why, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, I used to do acting and stuff in high school, and there was a real quick switch when I got to college, and I realized, you know what? I really don't want to be in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah. And there's such a different world behind the camera. Um, you know, let's, yeah. let's do that. Even now, I see myself. I'm like, that picture sucks. Well, that's how I always feel too. But like, even in our forty-eight hour film, I'm like, I don't really want to be in it. But I'm like, who's paying attention to me? There's a broom. No one's looking at me. I'm like, no one's looking at me as much as I'm looking at me. Yeah, yeah. No one is focusing on all the weird things going on with my face. They better not be. Nobody is. They're not. No. When people, people are see paying you, they're thinking, you and then. <laughs> so you've been running this was your last year which was a surprise the 48 hour film project here yeah. in town yeah and that has to be so hard like even getting people at work to just bring in something for a potluck is difficult <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that is true you know, yeah. it, it was definitely a labor of love for all those years and and now that it's kind of in my past a little bit it's interesting to kind of get nostalgic about where it started from when I started in 2006 to you know where it ended here this year, 10 years is a long time. And yeah. it, there wasn't any specific reason. I mean, other than I'm going to probably be purchasing the small business that I've worked at for the last 10 plus years. What's that? Uh, it's small? called Put It On Video. Oh, it's a film and video yeah. transfer house. Yeah. And we fit a small office. And so, um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, Molly. Like, oh, wow. So Molly wanted to get her voice in there too. But, She's pro. <laughs> um, it's amazing. You know, it, it is a lot of work, but after you do it for a while, you kind of get into very specific ways that you approach it. Like the first couple of years, it was a real learning curve because even though there's international support, it's all based on your market and how it responds. And, you know, it's a series of events. Um, from recruiting when it opens in early May, usually all the yeah. way through the event, and then you have drop off, kickoff, screening one, yeah. screening two, best of city screening, judges stuff. Like it's for me, it's a series of all right. Here's twelve interconnected events, but that are all separate. So let's let's pl- oh, it's okay. I don't think she's seen many kids. <laughs> um, but you know, it was fun, and it gave me a chance to meet people like you, and yeah. and have that opportunity to expand my base with different filmmakers around uh, Iowa and uh, it's offered me some opportunity to work with some independents um, it's been a great experience and I didn't leave because anything that was wrong or yeah. I, I got sick of it I think it's a fantastic event but after 10 years I was like you know I, I think this is my time and it's given me so many wonderful opportunities that I thought it was time for someone 
Not necessarily younger. Like but you're kind of giving someone else opportunities. Like exactly. I've gotten my opportunities. Exactly. This is someone else's And you know, chance. this year I was so lucky. It was such everything ran very smoothly, which it usually does. But this year I didn't know it was going to be smaller. Sometimes it fluctuates. Um, but I was very pleased, as I always am, with the outcome. Yeah, you do such a good job. I don't know how you do it. My like, staff, really, like my sister's been. Yeah. She's been on my main staff since I started, and then Mandy Swanson has been with me for nine years. And she was actually with the team the first year that I produced it. And, you know, people like Jason Garnett, who is a host, and, you know, other people that kind of reappear every year. And just my series of friends that, you know, that's some, maybe the one time a year I see them is if they're volunteering at screenings. Because mm-hmm. we all make plans and it's hard to, you know, find time to fit everybody in our lives. But 48's kind of been that option for me to see a lot of people um, yeah. and film teams, et cetera, that like we get to know them year after year. And, it's going to be great. I, th- I think the social club is going to do a great job as they take it over. They're kind of, to me, I've been a big supporter of them. And they've supported the mm-hmm, 48 mm-hmm. for many years since they've been in town. Uh, I just think it's a natural thing. Uh, they've always wanted to add a film element uh, program to their lineup. This is the perfect way to do it. And, you know, the event is really not about the producer. And, yes, you, you will notice some things that are different. But the actual mechanics of the event keep it about the filmmakers what and that's what it's always been about so regardless of who's running it as long as they're being true to the rules and just following the the basic operations of it the the filmmaking apparatus will take care of the rest i mean the interest of the film teams yes they've got to reach out to them and recruit as many as they can Mm -hmm. but um you know if they just run um a fair um fun event and not get carried away and you know, it's not all about who wins. It's really about just, just finishing it all or yeah. just doing it or taking the challenge because only you guys would know how much crap it is to do <laughs> in one weekend. And you know, a lot of film teams have told me that they don't like the weekend itself because it drives them nuts. They have fun at the screenings when they see everybody's stuff. But I know like Gabe uh, Rowald from One Genome Short, he's always talking about he hates the event weekend in a way because he just gets so stressed. And then, you know, it's like, am I going to ever do this again? And then after the screenings are over, he's like, okay, yeah, we're coming back. Or, and some people it takes them a little longer to reset. Yeah. But I hope they all, I hope everyone or a good portion of the teams will come back next year. There's yeah. a lot of teams out that have done it for several years and maybe they'll take some time off or better yet. Some of those team members may find their way into new teams yeah. and uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, that's what I always go crazy. Like the, day when the genre and stuff are drawn I'm yeah. like when people show up late I'm like how are these people showing up late to something that is a timed event it blows my mind because I'm like you have to turn this in on time too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what it always just blows my They're mind always <laughs> it's always very late yeah like at least an hour yeah like because right? I get real panicky about showing up on time to that yeah, yeah. My dog can't have bones, I guess. Oh, there's he's a bone got on some, there. Oh, he's got no. some teeth issues. I guess when he was little, he had a, <laughs> a disease called pervo, which I'd never heard of, but it's supposed to be like doggy, I'll say cholera, because if I said doggy oh, no. AIDS, it would sound really bad. <laughs> but I mean, it's really bad. Yeah, it could be like yeah. doggy polio or whatever. But uh, So the, the vet, when she first saw her going back to Molly, was like, she's lucky to be alive every day. Oh, no. So it's like... Dan and I were going to adopt a dog, and um, we were like, oh, yep, this is the dog, and we had him all picked out and everything. <laughs> and then they called us, and we're like, hey, Fritz died of Parvo. Oh. Really? Yeah, and oh, we were, wow. like, pretty bummed. 
I would. Yeah, be. I mean, not like you know, devastated, but like we you were just you're like, ready. oh, because we had picked that dog out and everything. Now, did you help them with their forty-eight going back to the? Mm-hmm. I did, <laughs> uh, like the writing and you know, but I didn't want to be in it. We were gonna have me making out with broom, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been. Paid. I loved you guys. It was so, it was so much fun, and um, you know, every year after, as soon as I get all the entries uploaded to make sure they work and everything, yeah. and we start mastering the screenings. Um, I'll try and watch as many as I can before I go to bed, depending how late uh, it is. Because yeah. usually it's, you know, four or five in the morning at that point. Um, so, yeah, I saw yours as we were putting it in. I'm like, this is really funny. <laughs> I thought it was really, really good. And not to say that your other interests weren't, but um, I, I just, it's fun. And, and the team name for years has been fun for me because people will be like, are you saying owl mode? <laughs> like ice cream? Like no, owl mode. And that's like my mom. Owl like if I was grouchy, my mom would say I was in owl mode. Oh, so that's what. That's what that is. Yeah. Nice. What are you in owl mode? I'm Do you like, still yeah. get in owl mode? And is it, you, okay. <laughs> but um, usually, like filming weekend, I have so much fun when we're riding and stuff. Like that night to me is so much fun, and like. Yeah. Even the next day, it's just, like, crazy and fun. And then it's, like, I'm helpless. Like, we helped this year. Like, I got to help this year with editing because one person that usually edits wasn't there. And I was, like, okay, hopefully I help. Now I'm real stressed (laughs) out because I don't know what's going on. But I usually have just a good time. Except when people show up late to pick their genre because then my mind is, like, oh, God, get us out of here. (laughs) Just the timing aspect of Uh it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, dogs, movies, you have a movie. With a dog. Yeah. This is all flowing so <laughs> it well. Is. Perfectly segmented. It's a segue, and it's a good one. I don't usually uh, do that. Um, well, it's it's. I am honored to just have been a part of the crew. It's not necessarily my film. Uh, I was lucky enough to act as an associate producer on it from the early stages, and uh, I was also their uh, unit production manager for the actual shoot itself. And so we shot in February, mostly around Iowa City, and we did also shoot in a mall in Moline, Illinois, for two nights, um, which was really cool, taking over the mall. Yeah. Uh, It's a Christmas film called Up on the Woof Top, and it's uh, (laughs) written and directed by Joe Clark of Iowa City. And he went to his, uh, you know, his L.A. distributor who did his last film and said, you know, what do we need? You know, we want to, you know, do more films, obviously, to get seen. What, you know, what can you, what genre would you recommend? Or basically, what would you agree to distribute? Yeah. And they said, well, talking dog movies are pretty hot internationally. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, okay, I don't necessarily, that's not going to be my, um, my Citizen Kane, but... Um, it will definitely help me get international distribution. And yeah. if I have that letter of intent, then I can get the funding that I need to shoot it. So we shot it on a very small budget. I won't say exactly what, but I mean very small. But we were able to bring in um, some actors that are, are, are known. We have uh, Santa was played by Dennis Haskins, Mr. Belding. Yeah. Oh, really? Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Um, which was fun. He was so awesome. great to have on set. And, That's awesome. Uh, we flew him in for a few days, and it was fantastic. Did he love it? He did. You know, he was very complimentary of everything. At yeah. the very end, he told us that, um, you know, he's worked on, he had just before that worked on A Million Ways to Die in the West, but oh, South McFarland. Yeah. And he talked a lot about that experience and that he's done, you know, movies that are millions and millions of dollars. But he, I think he was surprised by the Iowa crew and cast uh, at how professional they were. Um, 
That's and awesome. Yeah, so it felt good. Like, you know, a little, not necessarily nervous, but when you have someone that's well-known yeah. and you're running the show, you want to make sure that they're yeah. not going to say, like, you know, who these are these are, people? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they're backwards. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. But he responded very well to Joe, who's a young director who is, you know, just a few years out of uh, film school in Iowa City. Um, Joe's great. He's got a great head on his shoulders. Uh, the film is going to premiere at the Paramount in Cedar Rapids on November 13th. November 13th, Paramount, Cedar Rapids. So you can get your tickets if you want there. It's going to be a heck of a show, and then it'll be available. You can actually pre-order it now on Amazon. Um, Will there be dogs at the premiere? You know, that's a good question. Like, I know <laughs> the dogs, the Sammy, the dog, uh, will be there. He's flying in with his trainer from California. Oh, wow. And that's the trainer, um, uh, Brian. Uh, he was great to work with as well. It's amazing to see him work mm-hmm. with a dog and get him to do all these really cool tricks. Yes. What kind um, of dog was it? It was a terrier. Mm. It was a smaller terrier. And, um, you know, it was it was so cute because everyone says don't work with dogs and kids. And that's what we had in spades in this movie. <laughs> and sometimes we're depending on them, you know, on these non-actors for specific shots, which as filmmakers, you know, can be potentially it can be scary because you're not sure if you're going to be able to get it. Like you, you, that same thing can be said for regular actors as yeah. well. If you're not sure if you're going to get exactly what you want, but you don't have as many obstacles. And at one point we had this barn, the celebration barn rented out outside of Iowa city, which is a huge like barn thing made up yeah. as the North pole. And we had 50 doggy extras. Oh my uh, God. Some, some with little caps on some, you know, could do other tricks and they were basically the helpers the at the elves. North pole. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that was a crazy day. And that day we were actually shooting, uh, at the celebration barn in two places. We were shooting all the doggy extras with the B crew on one stage. And then the A crew was shooting all Santa's office stuff, which was uh, set up in the, their smaller barn yeah. that they had. So it was a, just an insane day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had, That's- we were shooting on both sides. We had, you know, all these extras, all these other people to the production that, you know, can throw monkey wrenches in the works, but the the crew, which is almost all made from Iowa uh, filmmakers, um, was amazing. And I felt privileged to be asked to be a part of this and then to, you know, to be the production manager to help organize the production apparatus is something that, that's kind of my calling, I feel, lately. Yeah. Like, I never knew it, but mm-hmm. when I, once I started getting into that and the specifics of breaking down a shoot, that's what gets me not not necessarily excited, but it's like solving a problem. It's yeah. like okay, we've got X number of pages and variables that we have to fit into this. What's the best way to kind of move them on this chessboard to do it? In this case, in fourteen days, it was a fourteen oh, wow. day feature, which is almost unheard of. And I told Joe, hopefully next time it's a twenty one day feature because <laughs> there was some really long days and we were all really tired, but. Um, yeah, we're excited to see it. I haven't seen the full thing. Uh, Preston Lacey of Jackass is a voice of one of the dogs as well. Oh, wow. And there's another gentleman I think was on a Disney Channel. Something's called Lemonade, something or other. Um, he's the voice of Toby. And <laughs> then uh, Brandon Baker, who is also Johnny Tsunami, who was in Joe's last film as well, is uh, he's, in, he's, in, uh, he's in, like the head accountant in... Santa's workshop. So, That's I mean, really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's, you know, sh- sh- shooting mostly in Iowa. So showing off Iowa City and Iowa locations. Yeah. And that's another thing that's really important to me is that you don't have to be in Hollywood to make films. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that, you know, that's one thing that really got me into the 48 was, you know, encouraging independents to challenge themselves. And, you know, a lot of people think, you know, once the Iowa film, you know, tax thing happened. Yeah. You know, a film is dead and, you know, 
all they think about is the big, big shows, which we would love to get back. But mm-hmm. there's hundreds, if not thousands, of filmmakers in the state that you know can do it, and they can produce the quality of a product that can be distributed through traditional means or alternative mm-hmm. means via internet, and it's high quality. Yeah. So that's it's pretty exciting. Good. That's awesome. People need mm-hmm. to check it out. Yes, they the do. Paramount. Yes, they Cedar do. Rapids, November fourteenth. Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Check it out. Sweet. Get tickets. Get it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> This okay. is not going to be it. I mean, that last segue made it seem like I really planned these things out. And this one <laughs> is not going to be. And this is something I'm like, Mom, what should we talk about on the podcast? She's like, how about people that should be texting people? Instead, they put it on Facebook like a cry for help. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, that happens a lot. Yes. And I want to know, have you guys ever answered that cry for <sighs> help? Never. Never. And, Casey, and is anyone answering the cry? It seems like it happens a lot on your feed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just feel like on my feed, it's just like animals and children. And so it's not happening. But Mine is like... It's I, happening all the time. And I'll send it to her and I'll be like, well, this is going on now. And she's just like, what is going on? And then I'm like, I don't know. What am I supposed I to do? I feel like... If my feed was exci- as exciting as your feed, that would be way more better. You'd be into I, it. I would be into it. Be, would, would you respond to the cries for help? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it depends on the person and how specific it is. Because I think we all have someone in our feed that is always going to be really drama queen. And yeah. really look at me. I really need your mm-hmm. feedback. And, and of course... Vague. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's the worst thing ever. (laughs) About nothing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, you don't want to encourage that. Obviously, if they're your friends or something, you want to help them. But, but then you don't want to encourage it. But then you're like, is someone helping? Do I need to right. be the person you, to help? You would right. hope it, they would. Right. Yeah. But then again, you also kind of like what you said, just stay out of it. Like, yeah. I don't want the drama. So I'm not yeah. going to even do one comment because also it can be interpreted wrong because yeah. subtext isn't necessarily usually there. Yeah. So some people would be like, what yeah. do you mean? You're like, I was joking. Or, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just some people are really intense about it. Yeah. And for me, mm-hmm. Facebook is it should, it be, should be fun. fun. It should be fun. Like, you and know, it's not a lot of the time. Uh, yeah. Like, I'd keep say it's like, light, like 60, 40. Ugh. Yeah. To me, 60, the people fun, I want to keep in my feed are that are I, I don't usually unfriend people unless they really piss mm-hmm. me off. I'll just yeah. unfollow them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, some people just get on there and they either troll or. Yeah. They just, yeah. I don't know what it is because that barrier is removed of the face-to-face, but some people are really mean. And then people will be mean and say, I'm just joking. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, well, it wasn't funny. So is that a joke if it's not funny? It's not. I think think you said it. (laughs) It's like, it's not a joke. It's it's like they're just being a dick. Yeah, you're being a dick and being like, LOL. Excuse me. (laughs) Do you think that at that point they're like, oh, man, I just overstepped a boundary. (laughs) Okay, I was just joking. Most people, if they do that, Mm -hmm. would delete it right away. Yeah. A few people saw it. I know I'll do that. Well, and sometimes more with stuff like 48 where I have to be very careful about what I say so I don't Mm want to ever offend anybody. And people sometimes do get bent out of shape for nothing. Yeah. But the whole back to the cry for help, like I feel bad for that. Yeah. But there's someone that's in my feed that's a good friend of my husband's um, 
and you know sometimes a lot of their stuff will be negative the majority of it's positive yeah i i am kind of torn because yes you want to make sure that they know that someone's someone's answering the cry like i would rather do it in a personal message maybe a private message or a text message do it in a private message that's what my mom said she's like why aren't these people texting each other why is it out there and you know my mom will be out on facebook and she's just totally being my mom like what are you doing like (laughs) what is this my mom is okay my mom's legally blind and she's new at facebook but she all caps and we keep telling her mom you're yelling at people she doesn't understand it's like i'm not yelling i'm like no you're not yelling but you're overemphasizing and so like every time we tell her usually the next one will be normal and then within like one or two it's like it's all caps and then i don't think she understands like the whole concept of Facebook, not that yeah. I have a huge grasp on it either, but I have the general idea down. But yeah. it's funny because she'll ask me how to do things and she'll be like, I saw, how do you do this? And she <laughs> likes it. Like she really yeah. does. But she she actually texted me once and needed me to do something, but she sent me a private message and was like, something, something, help. And so I'm not going to take that lightly. If yeah. someone sends me a message that says, like I need help. Like a private message. Yeah, help um, me. I'm going to call you right away. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, mom. And then she was like, well, I kind of need this later. I'm like, well, don't ever say. And this is just general help me. messaging. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever say help without, you know, like maybe could you get or do something for me. But yeah. I just saw help from my mom. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Panic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Molly. I, I apologize for. <laughs> no, <I don't>. it's fine. <laughs> Her dad, her da- other daddy is at work tonight, so we couldn't leave her. And I didn't want to kennel her again because well, we did yeah. for work and you just, today. Mm-hmm. So. And you just got her. She has to know she's secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. She had fun in the car ride. And she's oh, digging yeah. her house. She really is. Especially for all the other animals. Really Which would be for yeah. most dogs a really big distraction. I know. Like... She seems fine with the cat. She's doing great. Cosmo, There's no cry from, good. from her. Nope. And what about people with Facebook accounts for their pets? Where do you come down on that? <laughs> what <laughs> is going on? I do not know. Ugh. What about... Maybe Cosmo needs one. He doesn't. Because <laughs> I want all of the attention that Cosmo would get. And it doesn't need to be a separate account. No, it doesn't. Did some people, like, they, they don't have a, They don't think their one account is enough for them as a person? Like, <laughs> and Because I bet you if you went to that person's feed, usually their feed will probably be so full of that that Of animal. sharing from that page. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just sharing things from their pet page. People also have pages for their children. Like their babies. Yes. That's, that's weird. It's, yeah. You know, I think my sister wouldn't let her daughters go on until well after they were like 16, I think. Yeah. Because she just didn't like the idea of, even though her all of her friends were, Yeah. Th- you know, it's just out there. And it I is. Think, that is very wise decision. And it's going to be there for so many years. I don't yeah. think that's what people realize is that a lot of the stuff that we're always putting out there, it doesn't necessarily just go away. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared about that. But yeah. it's like, I wish people would think about that. Especially mm-hmm. younger people. And I've said that. I've said, you're going to regret behaving this way. I'll just comment. I'm like, you guys are all going to regret behaving yeah. this way. Yeah. You should probably delete it and get it out of here. Well, I won't friend any, any of my cousins or anything like that until they're like 16 or over. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I've seen, and, and usually I won't. I tell my husband not to friend his employees either because you see things like, I got totally drunk last night. <laughs> and especially if they're teenagers or just in college, like, let's get fucked up. And it's like, you know what? A lot of people see that stuff. You guys, you really shouldn't post yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know some teenagers think whatever, but it's just like. I feel like we should give Facebook lessons, maybe. Yeah. 
Like yeah. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg yeah. <laughs> like some maybe some Facebook training. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> you could you could probably make some money at that. For I think a, so. You know, it's amazing how Facebook has stayed. Like you know, MySpace caught on and it was yeah. so hot. And then Facebook came and replaced it like in a second. Like it was so fast. Yeah. Everyone dropped MySpace. Mm-hmm. And nothing's really... Ch- I mean, they've changed Facebook a few times, mm-hmm. but its popularity is still... Remember when people lost their mind when Facebook would change? Yes. Oh my God. People they still do. They would start groups and be like, no, there's a petition. Go to back to the this. old Go Facebook. Back. We right. hate change. Right. And it's like, and the most of the stuff is usually not. It's like, do you really it's care? It's like there's a ticker there. Picture appears. <laughs> right. It's like, like yeah. really? If you care that much like you know, like you remember when the news feed thing yeah. people were like i don't want a news feed <laughs> i don't like this like i they don't want to know away. everything yeah well, and it's like it's a free service so yeah, yeah. Mean, so they can do what they want <laughs> you really can't get that upset about it because right. it's like oh my gosh it's addicting facebook it's addicting. i think in general cry for help seriously use the tools that are around you if you really yeah. need to talk to if if you need someone to talk to and you feel if it's really that serious Mm-hmm. Um, you know, call someone. Call someone. And if you don't feel like calling, text someone. Call Get it off Facebook. Yeah. You can do that. Send a private message. All you have to do usually is think about would you be would I be pissed off if I saw this on my feed or would mm-hmm. I roll my eyes or something mm-hmm. like that? Because most of your friends are probably going to be just like you, and they don't necessarily... I mean, everyone has a hard day, so once in a while, I get yeah. it. You have to vent and yell at the world and say, I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> but, you know, if you do that every day, yeah, then, then people, people are, are just like, like um, you know, this see This person a needs some therapy. Yeah. And that's not a bad no thing if you yeah. do. Like, please, get help, yeah. because there's help out there. Right. But it's like some people don't need help, and they're just bitching. And it's like, seriously, stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do be another cliche person like post cat pictures yeah. or food I would love to see more or, cat pictures. Oh, yeah. I would I'm never too. gonna get sick of it. Yeah, so. I will never get sick of cat ten pictures. Ten times more, <laughs> even though my feet is like all cat pictures. I <laughs> <see> ten- <laughs> That's fine. They're cute. Yeah. Oh, you know, great. you smile. Do you ever feel bad if you see one of those? Never. You don't, love them. Never. You, know, you have no hesitation liking yeah. it or whatever. It's just easy. It's just peasy. like look at this great thing. <laughs> Give me some more. <laughs> okay, Sam. How do you feel about haircuts? Yes. I like them. I do like you really? Them. I feel I am big, big fan. Um, I always feel oh. refreshed, and maybe yeah. this is a guy thing, because we're, I mean, not overgeneralizing, but most guys I know our haircuts aren't complex. Yeah, there's not an emotional factor usually attached to them, unless it's like, I mean, it'd be really hard to mess it up because I've had. You know, all through college, I would shave my own head with all my friends to yeah. save money, and they were all in ska bands, so it would all look cool. Um, so the worst that can happen if, if a guy usually gets a haircut is that you just shave just it off. Just buzz it all off. <laughs> yeah, it's really not a big deal. How, right. I, That's how why Scott you? will go get his haircut, and it's like 15 right. minutes, he's back, and I'm just like, whatever. But we right. have had a breakthrough mm-hmm. with TJ Yeah, we have. cutting our hair. And you all know what? My mom went to him recently, Meebok. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Now, you're having a fun time, and then you leave and your hair's cut. Casey, do you think that it's because TJ's a man? I feel like that has helped. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, and he's just a fun time. Mm-hmm. He's that's what Meebok was just he's like. A fun time. Yeah, Meebok was like, you know, we were at work and she it was just. She's fine. Okay. We're at work and things are going bad, and then I went there and I was all stressed. But then it was just like fun and relaxing. Did and you have bad experiences before? Oh that? yeah, really? yeah, so terrible. I've had to drive. I drove a hairdresser to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, because she was on Xanax. Hi, yep. 
She was like, I had to take her to the hospital. And I, it was my second time her cutting my hair, and I had to take her to the hospital. How did you get roped into taking her, though? I don't know. It was really. It was really trying time. Oh my it's lord! True. It was yeah. traumatizing. <laughs> Do people have this much problems? I heard. I feel like, like I had yeah more than more than usual. But typical. it's like if you're a girl, they're like. Do you dye your hair? You shouldn't dye your hair. And if yeah. you don't dye your hair, they're like, we should dye your hair. Yeah. What shampoo do you use? What are we doing? We need to frame your face. Yeah. And then I went to TJ. The last time I left, I was like, I, I feel like I should be in laughing. I just felt like I should be in go-go boots. And my hair was all straight and how I wanted it. I'm like, this is perfect. <gasps> Love it. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's important, I guess, with any service to be comfortable. I guess, yeah. again, for me, it's not that big of a deal. It's usually like, what guard do you want? And you're out <laughs> in 10 minutes. And it's like, okay, great. Um, but I always feel good after a haircut. Like, I, my husband goes a lot longer with yeah. a haircut than I do. Because I'm like, as soon as I start to look a little shaggy, I just have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got your bear. That's now, <laughs> Sam, do you make awkward small talk with the hairstylist? I try not to. Okay. Like, I don't talk at all, really. You know, no, I don't. No, not no. If you talk to me, I'll talk. Like casual, but it's not. I'm not chatting. And some sometimes the worst thing about haircuts, like when I know when I was in college in Florida, I went to school at University of South Florida. And I don't know why. I say, it's not necessarily a Florida thing, but there were several of the people at like the you know cost cutters, that kind of a yeah. disc, you know great clips, that kind of thing. Some some of the like heavier set women that would cut my hair would like brush up against <laughs> me, and I mean, no offense, like I mean I'm a big guy, whatever, I get it, but they would be sweaty. Yeah, this one one I would actually avoid. Like I never went back because I got this haircut and the haircut was good, but this lady was like touching. She was sweaty and like she would rub against oh. me, and it was like it just grossed me out. Yeah, and it was like, and she like come back. I'm like okay, <laughs> never. <laughs> But, you know, and I, I used to love cutting my hair real short with clippers. But then, yeah. you know, it's a college thing. I think a lot of guys in college yeah. do that. Um, but, yeah, you should enjoy it. I know my for my sister that, you know, getting her hair done, it was good to find her yeah. where she wanted mm-hmm. to do it. Because you're right. Some people are just out for the money. And they're like, you got to buy this. You got to do this. And yeah. it's like, okay, I just want, you know, this is what I want. Can I get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not being rude either. Just saying, it's okay as a consumer to know what you want and be respectful about that. Mm-hmm. And your merchant should respect that. Whereas too many of them are like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm mm-hmm. the expert. Yeah. I'm that's, sure that's infuriating. It apparently. is. And that's, TJ just cuts my, he washes my hair and cuts my hair and is not like trying, he just makes me look nice yeah. and we have fun and we talk about, you know, Milo. Where my does little, TJ yeah. work at? It's at Deliri Salon. Deliri Salon on 86th Street. Okay. Yeah. Go Deliri. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. Should we take a break? Yeah. Let's well, take a break. Well, I was going to say, just real quick. Yeah. It was coincidental. Two times ago, I got my hair cut. I don't know what we were talking about. Some small talk. I don't know if I mentioned photography or video, but mm-hmm. the lady cutting my hair was like, oh, are, do you know about the 48-hour film project? Yay! <laughs> I actually do. I love that. Yeah, it was really cool. But, yeah, she said she uh, goes every year. Apropos of nothing, I mean, I don't think she's That's involved sweet. in it she's or knows fan. anybody. She just goes. That's, awesome. That's my favorite type of story about that is when people just kind of know of it and then yeah. you talk to them about it and they're like, oh, this. And like, oh, I know all about that event. It's this. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what's cool is like and back to the 48 for just one second. It's not just about, you know, you don't have to make a film to be a part of it, because even if you don't want to act, but you want to help a team by doing something else, you can observe the process, which in a lot of ways is even more interesting sometimes than yeah. just being, say, an actor or something like that. 
to see that progression and then also if you want to you know check out other parts of it and you're a young filmmaker and you're not experienced you can have an idea of what area of production you might want to get into yeah. and even if it's just i'm a fan of film i don't want to make them or anything i just want to see some original stuff i just want to go yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But in small talk, the one thing that's worse than just like really bad small talk is if you go to the same place and they make the same small talk. <laughs> even Not to say that they should know you. You know, they get hundreds of people that come in. But if you're going to make small talk, I'm not going to. I'll answer it once. But after that, it's like, uh-huh. you know, like, oh, where do you work? Oh, really? Oh, that's just right down the street. Yep, that's why I chose this location. But... <laughs> yeah. What new break time, Scott? Break what? time? Are we gonna play Luke's music this time? No. Okay, we're not playing Luke's music. We're playing okay, some we're music, playing and we're taking else. a break. Where the we'll dogs not be are gonna until the album is ready. okay. The dogs not are gonna until... be more introduced. The dogs are gonna maybe pee. Maybe yeah. we'll pee. Yep. And then we'll be back. Okay. See okay. you soon. This is Luke and Casey, the Mid Afternoon Zoo. <laughs> Get ready to get your beast on this October 1st through the 4th in beautiful downtown Des Moines at the Beast Village Comedy Festival. Nothing's too weird. We'll be rocking the house 1 p.m. at the Des Moines Social Club in America. So, we're back. Wonder what song played. But a good one. Scott, you're making one. a good one. Real good. So I was wondering, did you guys like throughout school go on class trips? I love class yeah. trips. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Did you? We went on one in middle school to Springbrook. Oh. Did you grow up here in Iowa? In Dallas or Center. Dallas Center. Yeah. DCG. DCG. Yeah. That's funny. I managed the Mr. Movies there. Did you? Yeah, oh. when it first opened, and then I left for my current job. That's where I met uh, Jeremy Scavo. I don't know if you know him. Oh, yeah. He's from Grimes, and he's a filmmaker. Yeah. He actually worked for me at Mr. Movies when he was 15, <laughs> and everyone told me not to hire him, but I knew there was something about him, um, just his interest in films and everything. Yeah. He was, you know, he was the most mature, but he was like four, you know, 14, actually. I didn't even turn 15. But that's one of those weird friendships that I hired him, had a great time one of the two years that I worked there. And we're still friends. Yeah. And he's done the 48 a couple different years. And he's actually done really well. And he's an incredible cinematographer. Uh, he's always been a real techie. So the technical side of that as well has worked for him. Um, but yeah, those weird connections. Yeah. All right. Class trips. I go all over sometimes. <laughs> but I was lucky enough. We took, I think every grade we took a trip. At really? At least once. Nice. I graduated in 94. Where so. did you go to school? Like in Des Moines Public Schools, like oh, more yeah. elementary. I know we took like a big tour of like Des Moines in fourth grade. Like we went to the historical building and all that stuff. Oh yeah, the the Springbrook was like an overnight stay. Really? Yeah. I don't think we ever did an overnight. Oh yeah, it was a big trip. deal. And so we had to meet at the school, and then we weren't supposed to like there were all these prohibited items or whatever, and we weren't supposed to bring candy. And I took a whole bag. Of M and M's. Did you get them Were taken away? The yeah. Well, I didn't share them really. What? Didn't share them. A whole bag? Because people. A high schooler? No, this was in middle school, and like people were sneaking out of the bunk to like make out and stuff, and I was just like in in bed eating M and M's. Like screw yeah. you guys! This is so much better. In bed eating M and M's. 
And so I was pretty thrilled with that because I'm real weird about food. And so I didn't like the food there. And I was just like, whatever, I got my M&Ms in my bag. I can get out at night when everyone's yeah. sleeping. That's true. That's true. So I smuggled some M&Ms into Springbrook. And no one caught you. You ate them all. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut or plain? Plain. What? I know. Plain are such a waste. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't know. Sorry to offend you plain M&M fans out there. I'm going to make a stand, damn it. It's got to have peanut. Yeah. Usually it has to be cold. I like them in the fridge. They are good so cold, that yeah. So they don't get all melty. I like all M&Ms, I think. Yeah. Like, I can't do the peanut butter ones. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't I like those? don't like those. The crispy ones aren't bad. Yeah. The pretzel ones are good. Have you had the candy corn ones? No. We had those at work the other day. You would think that, but they're like white they're chocolate. They're good. Yeah, they're white they're, chocolate. They're good. They're good. Yeah, we yeah, get we them. Those. Like, we're excited when they come back at the first part of the season, and then, then like, like a week, you're like, yeah. I'm done. Like, the whole pumpkin spice bullshit. Like, yes. And I love pumpkin spice. Don't get me wrong. Some of it's good. But when did it come to a point where they're like, it's like bacon. It's like, <laughs> all right, yeah. okay, bacon's kind of saturated. It's pumpkin yeah. spice. Yes, what is with people have to make their declarations of love or hate towards pumpkin spice? Yeah, I And they right. tell the internet, and it's just like, yeah. no one cares. Right, and it's like, okay, we're all being bombarded with the same amount of stuff. Yeah. If you like it, great. If not, don't don't get it. Yeah. Because I'm not going to listen to you, bitch, why you don't like your pumpkin butter yeah. or whatever, because it's you like, thought it would be better than you, <laughs> you know. It's like, I don't like pumpkin spice. I don't need to tell the internet I don't like it. Right. I just don't like it. I Why do like I give a shit? Right. I mean, yeah. usually you don't tell the internet you don't like onions or you yeah. don't like pickles. Like, oh, by the way, everybody, I really hate mustard. Well, it's mustard like, season again, and I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Oh, football, wake me up when it's spring. It's like, okay, if you don't like it, there's a lot of other shit yeah. on TV, and you don't even have to pretend that yeah. you like it. No one's forcing you, so don't you know get mad I'm if people get you? pleasure from it, because some people really get into it. If you don't like a sport like... I I don't really like sports, but what's fun to me, March Madness and betting on brackets. It is. That makes it fun. Yeah, and I think is. betting makes everything fun. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I've, I've never been into uh, NCAA, and I wasn't really into football when I was in high school because yeah. I went to Hoover High, which is here in Des Moines, and they had an awful football record for like ever. Um, but then when I moved to Tampa, the University of South Florida, we had the Bucks. So, and all my friends were big Buck yeah. fans, so I became an NFL yeah. fan, and I still have been. I mean, I still am. But I is, feel like it's lucky that people have this thing that they love so much. Yeah. yeah. Everybody needs interest. Yeah. And why do people want to shit on people's interests just because don't they don't like them? Like, I, there's a lot of things I don't like, but I don't make it my mission to go out and be like, you can't be happy with that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How dare I, you find joy in this thing? Really? Yeah, it's weird. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, if that's what does it for you, great. I'm yeah. happy for you because obviously you're going to be a better person and probably be have a better disposition with me. I don't get sour people. Like, I try to be very positive, and of course I get upset like everybody else. Yeah. But what's the point of being a jerk all the time? Like, does it take know. more energy to be mean about everything? It does. Than just it's say, exhausting. Say, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't care yeah. that much. It's like, you know what? I'm not trying to be rude to you personally, sir. I'm just saying this. And whether that's at, you know, a gas station or mm-hmm. wherever it may be, or someone thinks that you're, I don't know. It's, I just don't get it when people are that... What's happened to them in their life that makes them so upset? Just hateful. Mm-hmm. Cosmo and Molly are having the time of their life, yeah, I would like are. to say. <laughs> like <my> date. <laughs> they are on a date. 
There's a lot of heavy petting over there. <laughs> yeah. I think it's mostly just heavy panting. Yeah. That's Cosmo. Heavy panting over They're going to be so tired. <laughs> good, good. It'll be, a, it'll be a quiet night. So Scott and I, we were talking over the break. Um, mm-hmm. So we're going to have our five-year anniversary next month. Oh, and we got good. married at the Gort's house yeah. in Grimes. Yeah. And we did not know the Gort's house was what the Gort's house is. <laughs> Just hate mongers. Yeah. I guess this is... <laughs> I've never been in there. I drove by it a lot. And yeah. they had like a little restaurant in there and stuff. Yeah. Here's a, okay. Yeah, uh, Growing right. up, uh, our next door neighbors were the owners. Um, and I was good friends with their son. Mm-hmm. He was the same age as me. They'd make music together and have fun. Yeah, it was just a good time. Um, nice. After, I think it was after we both got out of high school, they moved to Grimes mm-hmm. to open... What was going to just be an art gallery? Right. That's all that was ever going to be. And they did that, and it was semi-successful, but I think they needed to make more money. So they eventually opened a floral shop and a bistro. That helped a little, but then finally they were like, we still need to do better, and that's when they started doing weddings. Right. But the fact is that just because that used to be a church doesn't mean it has anything to do with the church now. Sure. It wasn't at all, (laughs) nothing religious attached to it. For people that don't know, these people refused to have a gay wedding there. And they've turned it into this weird thing. Like, And Betty, that owned it at the time, said, well, you know, I don't really care it either way. It's Dick's thing. And now these, like... (laughs) Dick's Bob Van, that's the. They've been they've been taken over by mm. Bob Vanderplatz and stuff. So they uh, sent them to New York and stuff, Bob and now they're yeah, and now they're like, Aren't no, they this is it or something. Yeah, they are closing, and they will be using the building as a headquarters for. No way. Yeah, they're in the yeah. process of getting together. Uh, what was it? <clears throat> I don't know how many thousand billboards they're going to put up around the country. Yeah. So I think they learned that there's more money in just being hateful assholes than in having nice weddings and flowers. Well, well, you know, what's weird about that is, you know, I knew it was a gallery and having, you know, been an art art major, gone through a lot of, you know, work, organized gallery shows and such. Usually you find most people in the art world are very accepting. (laughs) Yeah. You know, not always. I mean, of course, there's always going to be extremes on the other end, but usually it's pretty open because as an artist or an art exhibitor, you need to be open to that or else you're going to be, you know, just selling regular prints. Because if you're selling original artwork and you've got a problem, then I don't know. And it's like... Our officiant was gay. My man of honor was gay. And it was just like, you know, and people in attendance, and I feel bad. Like, I've put them through this. Like, you come to the... I mean, obviously, I didn't know. Before that, there was no hint of this happening. (laughs) You come perform this. I mean, yeah, there was no hint of it. But And then, so, I think Scott's mom asked, like, so, Casey's efficient was gay, and she... Well, that's different. No, it's oh. not different. Well, it's not like... It, yeah. <laughs> I, n- I never understood that. And we... When my husband and I got married, um, we only encountered one vendor that refused to do it or even give us a quote. And they were polite about it. And so, I was still... I thought it was yeah, good. Especially because they were referred from a friend. And they were like... You know, at first, they didn't know it was a gay wedding. 
because um, I didn't know me very well. And they yeah. were like, okay, what's the name of the bride? I'd be happy to give you guys a quote and meet with you. And I'm really excited. I've got the date open. You know, we can get you booked for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, actually, one of my husband's names or my fiance's name is Chris. And then I got an email back from him within 10 minutes and oh. was like, hey, nothing personal, Sam. I just don't. It says, first thing, you know, nothing personal. Nothing personal, but here's but this. Your I have a problem with a you as a person. <laughs> yeah. oh, holy shit, did she knock over your speaker? No, uh, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> she was, I don't know, it's just like, yeah, nothing personal, but your marriage is, is not equal to everybody else's, and because you're doing it, you're killing babies somewhere or something. <laughs> I mean, nothing personal, but the most personal thing about you, right, it's not it's okay. Just, exactly. And it's like, you know, my husband again was very chill about it. It was just like, just don't worry about it. And it just upset me because, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. You have the right to, re- I think people do have the right to refuse clients. Now, I'm not saying because they're discriminating against them, but if someone doesn't want to do something, why the hell would you want to force them to do it? Yeah. Or if you were going to get, get married, and I say gay married is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> said. But like, you know, we got people talk married. about, I don't want to bake a cake for whatever. Well, I don't want to go to a baker that doesn't want to bake, yeah. you know, because I don't want to eat that. Yeah. And if you don't want my money, then Then you can't you. have it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like a lot of people that are embracing um, now that especially that it's the law of the land. Um, you know, I think some people are realizing that it doesn't really matter one way or another because it's the extreme right that yeah. has an issue with it and most people if they're in that industry are like great that's double the business mm-hmm. and if that's the way you can that's do it okay. that can stimulate our economy then great yeah. and also in the gay community if you find someone you know some people always talk about how people are so gay people especially are promiscuous or gay men are I don't know that's a stereotype that's out there I think it's a good thing if, if people that they can find someone that they want to share their life with it's good for the entire yeah. society because, you know, possibly they're going to be pet owners. They're going to rescue pets. They're going to mm-hmm. adopt children. Get a home. You know, get yeah. a home. And you usually shows that before gay marriage was legal, you know, same-sex couples that were together for more than 10 years usually ended up being on the higher end of uh, contributors in their society as yeah. far as volunteering and also giving back to charity if they could. You know, and not everybody's going to be able to do that. But this whole, it's all against the Bible and it's wrong. You know, I understand people have religious beliefs. I don't want to persecute anyone. But why do they want to persecute the other people? Because they think, or, you know, in their mind, the other person has done has some sin. But if the sin is based on their religion, mm-hmm. if the person is not that religious, then it's not, you know, as long as they're not in, inhibiting yeah. their right to assemble and to, to be spiritual, I just don't What's get it. it. How is it affecting them? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like how does it all. make? How does my marriage make your marriage, for example? Anyway? Well, it's ruining it. Sam. I know. That's why you really called me here, isn't it? That's what we want to talk about here on the podcast. This is an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of people here that love you like crazy. <laughs> Again, it goes back to being a dick. Like, doesn't it take yeah. more energy? And more resources, financially and manpower, for these people that are protesting and doing lawsuits. Mm-hmm. What about all that money that was spent on you know suing so they didn't have to have a gay marriage? What if they gave that money to the local Boys and Girls Club? <laughs> Do you see what the Pope yeah. said recently? Like, if you're a church and you're not giving to the poor and helping the people that are like displaced from Syria, then you need to pay taxes. This Pope is just killing it. 
think he's saying common sense things mm-hmm. and going, you know, of course they that's one area of religion, but he's saying, you know, let's let's reexamine ourselves and our religion. Yeah. Let's not just be bound by our traditions. Which is for especially an organization like the Catholic Church, yeah. that's scary. Yeah. You know, but I think it's it's necessary and good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know I know I have very several friends that are Catholics and, and my my in laws are Catholic. So you know, it's like that's the right way to do yep. it. That's the way to teach by example and show, you know, his He's like an actual spiritual leader. Yeah. Like let's it's crazy. you know, if, hey, we're gonna believe in this whole spiritual stuff, let's actually be good people yeah. and let's not Spend our time and energy resources, and that's what's so bad about this whole Republican sideshow. Like, I'm, I'm don't necessarily. I mean, I usually vote Democratic. I think I'm a registered independent. Yeah. But just some of the hatred and nastiness coming from the right is ridiculous. And I don't know. I don't know if we're going to talk about this or not. But <laughs> the debate that was on the other night. It's yeah. the biggest sideshow I've so ever seen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I almost feel embarrassed for my country. Yeah. In some ways, not that you know people should be restricted from running. You know, in this country, you should be able to run. But the yeah. fact that you can disrespect and make a total mockery of everything and still be in the lead in, in the, the lead. early states, yeah. like it's all about TV. He's good TV. Uh, yeah, and he knows how to do TV. He's obviously. like a reality He's show villain for years. Yeah, he is. And He's he America's is reality show villain. But it's like you know the Republicans. I can't believe at some point didn't say he wouldn't call him and the other candidates really start to call him out. It's just specifics, like Carly Fiorina. I don't know if you watched the debate. I'm not going to go mm-hmm. too much in depth to it. I don't agree with her, but her tactic was wonderful because she was uh, she was well spoken and she was using facts to guide what she was saying. Whether some of them were a little fudgy on some areas, that's regardless. Mm-hmm. But the way she presented herself in a respectful manner, um, you know, much what a d- debate should be. And Donald Trump comes in slinging all these things, talking about people are ugly and women are fat and yeah. all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And like look like, at her face. Yeah, mm-hmm. we realize that there are a lot of sexists and other men out there, but do we have to have that in our ideal people yeah. and our candidates? Is that our hero? Yeah. This asshole? Exactly. Who has no real plans other than to say everybody's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> They're all stupid. They're and losers. Yeah, the losers. <laughs> and I made billions and billions and billions of dollars. Okay, we get it. You yeah. Know, but it's like, and people are going to vote for that. The funny thing is with politics, it's way too early. But just the fact that that's the major sideshow that the media is focusing on. Yeah. They are in some ways controlling that themselves. They are. Because if they wanted to say, other than, you know, they finally have to cover Bernie Sanders now because his, 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 you know, he's growing mm-hmm. and his crowds are big. They would actually give him the actual coverage with, and, and talk about issues. As opposed to, you know, who's Donald insulting this time? Who's he not going to apologize to today? <laughs> there might be a real discourse. Yeah. And if the Democrats wanted to, I don't want to go all politics on this, but if the Democrats wanted to also, you know, I don't think Hillary is necessarily inevitable, but if they wanted to shore her up and make her ready for a general election, then she should be debating all of the candidates and also have an even exchange on this side, mm-hmm. just if nothing else, so that she can get prepared for what's going to be harder. And I think she's a little, and she feels a little entitled. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny how many people in a second that would vote for Bill Clinton if he was on that ticket that have a really hard time, even if they're diehard Democrats. And my parents are really big Hillary supporters, and they almost killed me. We caucused at the same place last time, <laughs> and I was I was for Obama, and, you know, eight years ago. Um, but she seems a, so she seems a little entitled to me. And I think yeah. the discourse should be a little bit more spread out. But and I know some people just tune out to politics and hate yeah. it. But 
you know, I think we should take a little we bit of interest attention. in what's going, going on. on. And even if nothing else, just to talk about it with our neighbors and our friends so that there is some in-depth conversations going on about, you know, what, you know, what, what it means to live in America, mm-hmm. you know. Like as different people. Where people used to be able to have conversations, like now you can't because mm-hmm. it's too polarizing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. And people want to be sanitized about it. So yeah. even with some of their friends and family, they're going to be um, not going into it. Like, of course, I don't try and bring up politics at family dinners all the time. <laughs> but I'm interested in what people think. Yeah. Because I certainly don't know everything. And I know I have a certain you know worldview. And sometimes it's interesting to talk with someone else because... You know, they may have, they may offer an insight that in your world you don't think yeah. of. Yeah. Well, each side has their kind of utopian view. They think that they got their way 100% that that would fix everything and it would be fine. But that doesn't even matter because the reality is we both have to live here. Yeah. So you have to, you have to compromise. You have yeah. to. That's how it works. Right. And I think, you know, candidates that would use that as a platform, whether Republican or Democrat, would get a lot more traction because the you know that possibility of getting more stuff done, whereas our government is so bogged down in these you know procedural sideshow votes and all this stuff, it takes us months and months and months to get anything done, and even then it's bloated with all these other pork bills mm-hmm. and all this other wasteful spending. You know, it would be it would be a really great day for America if both sides said, you know what, we're going to try and work together. Obviously, yeah. we don't agree on everything. Let's find that common ground. And actually mean it and say, we're going to work. We're going to fix this. You know what? We can fix the fact that we have children that are starving in America. You know, even if we just cut out some tax loopholes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they could solve everything, but damn it, why not try? Yeah. That's what Kanye said. This is a Kanye quote. So he said, <laughs> <laughs> he said, you can't make everyone happy, but why not try? Yeah. Yeah, just try. That's true. And speaking of common ground, we're going to talk about common thread. Oh, this okay. is something we went to. It's like this spiritual group, and we went there and learned about palm reading. Ooh, yeah. cool. And so this lady got up, and she was really into it. She was really entertaining, and she got this guy up there, and he, she was just, like, he put his hands out, and his thumbs were, like, all powerful, and she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, oh, She's like, this is very interesting. You are, you're a powerful man. And then she was like, I'm single. And like, what? She said that? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She, she thinking did. something she like did. sexual with his thumbs yeah. or something? They were, they were kind of like... Like, after like there. looking at his hands, she was kind of, she I think, interested. She was like, You know what they say about a man's thumb muscle. nice. Wow. So she yeah. was, and it was intriguing. And we, it was. the more I looked at my hands, the more I was like, my hands are real weird looking. Yeah, I just don't know. I didn't know what she meant at anything. Yeah, I didn't know what. But any it was of it interesting. Meant. Yeah, it was. It was very. And we found out something about like we all have different cards yeah. and like a playing deck. Yep. Of cards, and so you are the six of clubs. Yep. Six of clubs. I'm the Jack of Clubs, and you are the Ace of Diamonds. How did you Ooh. find that? How do you uh, figure that out? Huh. Well, there's a website where you can go, like, put in your birth date, and then it shows, like, you have to line up where your birth date falls on the card. Mm-hmm. And so... How do you, you know Sam's birthday? I looked on Facebook. I was going to say probably, probably. On, Facebook. on Facebook. I find everything out on Facebook. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. My family members all forget their birthdays. They'll have that reminder in the morning, mm-hmm. so it's like, ugh. 
yeah. so good. I don't remember shit like that. <laughs> it's That's, nice. Facebook is good and bad in that you feel connected, but there's no personal connection there. Yeah. Like, you know, you can see a friend that you haven't seen for a long time, and they'll be like, you don't necessarily have to ask what you're up to because you've been <laughs> you already know. know. Yeah. Or if you don't, you'll go back and like go through the whole feed before you see him and be like, "Oh, I saw that you did this," and you're going back to school. And you know what I think is weird is when people will say, "Oh, I saw that. That was neat," but they didn't like it or comment. I'm like, "Well, then like it. Fuck, just like it." <laughs> <laughs> like people are weird like yeah. that though because they're like. I don't, I don't want to be it. seen liking it. Yeah. Casey, no, I have I that same like reaction. But when I have that, that reaction, like I'm like, should I be having this reaction? Because it's just fun, right? But I'll be the same way. Like, yeah, why don't you fucking like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got six likes. I wish I would have had a hundred. <laughs> sure, sure. You like my picture of a pizza, but I was talking but about graduating. Like Casey, I like so much stuff that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. It's <laughs> so true. Ooh. You feel guilted almost into liking stuff because, like, you got to keep that with the friend. Like, yeah, yeah. I like it. Good job. <laughs> Your kid really does have mashed potatoes on his face. I love that. So you are ambitious and hardworking. And Me? Yep. I don't know if this guy. Independent right and determined. They often gravitate towards leadership and entrepreneurial <laughs> roles in life. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, Ace of Diamonds say? people are curious, independent, and outgoing. They often think highly of themselves as do-gooders in the world and can live up to that expectation if they don't become too engrossed in themselves. You are a do-gooder. Their life task... This is him. Wow. Their this life is task is to learn their self-worth as separate from their financial status or achievements. Oh. Well, that's cool. You know, as an artist, that's one of those weird things is that, you know, sometimes there's no, you know, it's very hard to, to make a living in certain ways. And most artists always find ways to do it within the, you know, yeah. ways within it. So, and sometimes it's not always about money. Of course, you have to pay people, but then there's other times that, hey, you got to go out or something? <laughs> do we have to do a pee break? No, I think she's okay. okay. If she barks again here in a minute, then I'll, okay. I'll take her out. That's usually her signal. Dog signals. <laughs> dogs. What if dogs ruled the world? We need now, to see one what thing her you, card is. One thing on your notes, which I don't think we talked about, is like what our animals are thinking. Oh yeah, that is hilarious. Like a lot of times, I'm I'm, I'm kind of trying to think like what are what are they thinking? Yeah. Like what do they think when you're naked? Like yeah, you know, the shower and stuff. Like I was putting my underwear the other day, and she was in the room. And I didn't know, it, and I was like, for a second, I wasn't ashamed, but I was just like, oh. And then it's like, oh, it's a dog. Cosmo okay, was watching me shower today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, I didn't want to put him in his area and I was showering. No, Molly. And then so no, I took a shower and then he just stuck his head in and he was letting the water hit his head and then he was acting like he was going to jump in, but he didn't. He knocked down all the shampoo. <laughs> so he just watched me shower and I was like, well, okay. He you wanted like to it. be in there. You know, yeah. it's weird. Like Molly, like has a thing with doors being all the way closed. Like if we're going to the bathroom, <laughs> and one of us will leave. Yeah. If we close the door all the way, she'll whine. It's a problem. But if it's cracked open, she won't come in and she won't whine. Yeah. It's like don't shut me out. <laughs> but if you leave it slightly ajar, then I'm fine with it. I don't get it. If I go in the bedroom, and I don't close the door all the way, he can tell. And he'll come barreling through the door. But if he hears the door click shut, he knows, well, it's shut. I can't get in there. Really? Yeah. That is so weird. They're weird. It's just like, I mean, God bless them. It's just funny. But yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Someone yeah. would like be able to, tra- like a Sometimes I'm scared translator. to know. 
Like they put a chip in so that you can see their holographic thought. Like, yeah. Don't give me that cheap shit. <laughs> I don't want that. No, I don't want to walk. I want you to stop. Whatever. Are you, you kind of scared to know? Are I you scared be. to know? Because they see and hear uh, the most intimate yeah. details. Like, oh yeah, well why don't you have? You know, it's like you can have. <laughs> that's funny. That chip <laughs> that would that you hear dog thoughts. So see, that's a short. That's a short film right there. That could be very very funny because you could have a guy that's having an affair or something, and like his dog knows about it. Have you ever he watched the Sad Dog Diary? No. I will send it to you because nice. it is amazing. <laughs> is it is it sad? It's funny. Okay. It's you know the tragic life of dogs. They yes, have a sad cat dogs. diary too. Yeah, it's like the inner monologue. Of someone is doing a voiceover of what their inner I, monologue. You know, like. cats I think are bitchy. Like I'm, I'm more <laughs> allergic to cats, and I've had cats before. I love cats. I've been allergic, so I've always been kind of distant <laughs> to some, especially if they're like really hairy. And... Yeah. Honey, you gotta leave that cat alone. <laughs> Honey, come here. Molly. Molly, come here. Everybody at home is like, oh yeah, the the dog podcast is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys have said, I think you said in your last show, you guys are a year from September? That was, last show was our year anniversary show with my mom on, so Mm -hmm. we've been doing this a year. All right, so now we're going to move on to this thing that you did not know about, and we're going to explain to you ASMR. Wait, before, wait, okay. before you do that, okay. I got to know what your cards mean. Oh, mm, I don't know. Short it's version. <laughs> well, you can't tell them what mine means and not tell them what the stars of the show mean. Yeah. It's so fun. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I sent you your card. Yeah, I don't remember, though. Okay. So you are the Six of Clubs. We'll go to it. Okay. Six of Clubs. Mm-hmm. You're Six of Clubs person. Okay. And we'll just give little snippets. Yeah. Finding and aligning with truth is the highest expression of the six of clubs, representing the power and the karma of the spoken word and being meticulous with their words and thoughts. Um, such power comes much responsibility indicated by the eight of spades as challenging karma card. Learning the true meaning of power and how it can corrupt the holder is a life lesson for one who seeks their true purpose. Once their direction in life is clear, six of clubs people have all the innate resources to make a con- positive contribution to life, whether it's within their immediate circle or of influence or on a larger global scale. Cool. Great. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, so I am the jack of clubs. Let me click on me. Um... One bright idea after another, the Jack of Clubs is one truly creative individual. Problem solving comes naturally to them as they enjoy the mental gymnastics of solution finding. Blessed with powerful reasoning skills and mental agility, the Jack loves learning something new and inspiring others with that knowledge. The Jack of Clubs needs to learn to give and take in relationships through compromise and cooperation. The temptation to control, rebel, or resist is fairly strong, and these influences lead to stressful relationships. Their seven of spades in Venus indicates lessons through relationships, and it is perhaps through relationships that this jack-of-the-deck 
completes a spiritual task. Nice. Ooh. Now those are all those all sound really good. Do they have any that are like <laughs> you suck? You're a pilot dog. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, actually, there is like stuff in there that's not as good. But I was trying to be positive. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That would so. be funny though if there was one that you did. It was like you Sorry, should never. Have Sorry, been you got this card. We're in the middle of so, March. You just fucked. So the abortion didn't take, and we're really sorry about that. I'm sorry. Shane You're a big mistake to the world. Oh. Yeah. But you like flowers, and good for you. <laughs> All right, and I'm sorry. You were introducing ASMR. Okay, and that is autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah. And so, Val, you watched a show on this. Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know what her name was, but she was Russian. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it involves, she was whispering and kind of like going like. There's lots of little things you can trigger. It, yeah, guess. triggers like on, like, you know, drumming your fingers and, and it gives brushes you a- and cleaning. So a you, good sensation. A yeah, good sensation. You listen to it. Yeah. And it gives you this, like, some Ooh. sort of biological response. It's supposed to be, hmm. Like, you feel like... Just tingly? Like, tingly. really good? Like, relaxed? Like, just you're being relaxed, taken like, care of? Yeah. Hmm. So, it's good. And it was on the Today Show. And, and apparently, some people said that it was like porn for women. <laughs> And it's sound? It's just sound? It's just, uh, like, the one that I sent to Casey was just some lady, like, role-playing. Giving, giving someone a, a mas- facial. Facial massage. Like, oh. yeah. Just yeah. kind of looking. And, huh. and she was whispering while she was doing it and kind of drumming her fingers. And what it and sounds like to me is, like, bags. how people talk in my dreams. Yes. I don't know oh, if, man. like, in my dreams people talk kind of distant and quiet. Really? So it sounds like that mm-hmm. to me. I mean, if there's ever anybody that you felt that has given you a real sense of peace, yeah. or you've watched them do something and it, you you feel like mesmerized by it, here's what I, I think that's ASMR. And I ha- felt it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And I can distinctly remember mm. it. I was yeah. playing grocery store with like another kid, and he was yeah. doing the checkout like he was. And you were I watching it. Items, and you were like, nice. I like. Thank you. Yes, scan my yeah, items, scan and it just felt so. I still can remember that. Peace. I was probably like five or six. Peace. Really? And yeah. that's what me and Val were like. We give each other a sense yeah, of peace. Yeah, I feel like when Casey writes, when I watch her write, I'm mm-hmm. like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I mean, I can just you know like, uh, yeah, it's like peace. So I think aren't there tons of them on YouTube? You yeah, there's YouTube. There's a stuff. ton on YouTube. So we're Check gonna yeah. we're gonna try that to talk cool. like and make people and. <laughs> It's supposed to, it's going to be relaxing. You're not going to get an erection. Yeah. It's not sexual. Yeah. No, if you get an erection, not it's not because of this. Most men think that it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Nope. So, you just stop like this. Stop like this. Like it's a dream. But I think they have 3D microphones, so it goes into one ear and then the other ear. Yeah. And it just feels real nice on their back. Uh, like you're in like a dream. Are we? lesbian a dream yeah and it's like tingly and like coming down your back yeah do people feel like they're in a dream with us yes i think even if we're not talking like this they feel that way we're gonna be in all their dreams i hope so do it i think it's feminine it's a feminine thing (laughs) 
<laughs> whispers, whatever. A guy whispering is like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> I can't hear you. Boys. Speak up. You're feeling very relaxed. And what's with people that have lost like their voice Durst. trying to talk? No one wants to hear that. Just write it on a fucking pad of paper. I don't want to hear, okay, yeah. I feel like they try to talk more than anyone tries I to know. talk. I know. And it's like. Okay, you don't have to. You can't. Seriously, just write it down. Seriously. Yeah. No, I've got it. <laughs> I'm going to force it. Yes, it's like, oh my God, it sounds like your throat's bleeding or something. Just farted again. P.S. <laughs> I don't lose my voice very often. I have a friend of mine, God bless him, Mike Keeler. He's a great guy. He was my best man at my wedding. Yeah. He loses his voice a couple times a year. It's oh. just like when he gets stressed or sometimes even the weather. Yeah. It, it affects him in a weird way. If he gets sick, especially, it'll affect him and he'll lose his voice. And he'll just go from, he you know, this deep booming voice to, I can't talk right now. <laughs> and it's funny because you don't know when it's going to happen, but usually at least once a year you'll run into him and he'll be like, I can't talk. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Well, then don't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, please, please don't. Yeah, by this point, it's like, yeah, don't. Don't tell me you can't talk. Just, Just don't. don't. Just don't. So, okay, last Friday, me and Scott were like, let's do something different. And so yeah. we went to Polk City to a bar to eat. Nice. And there was a table of middle-aged ladies that were feeling really horny, I think. <laughs> Did they come on to your husband? They didn't. But when we walked in, they were like asking their waitress, what happened to that guitar player? What happened to that guitar player? And then in walks this guy with a guitar, and then the whole table starts cheering and whooping and hollering. And this guy, so this guy's walking in a bar, and just this table of ladies is like yelling for him. And he's like, okay. So he starts, and then they're like, ask him if he'll play, I touch myself. Ask him if he'll play, I'll touch myself. And so he didn't know that. He was singing like Johnny Cash, like old time country music. Mm. And what they were doing was not listening to him do anything. They were not interested in him as a performer. They just wanted to have sex with someone with a guitar. Yeah. And, and so that's like, normal in Poke City, though. Yeah, I think, it's, I think like, so. it's in the water. And so, like, no one was clapping after his songs. So I'm like, Scott, we should clap after his songs. And then he played a song, and me and Scott both looked at each other and we're like, we're not clapping after this because I can't remember what it was, but we're like, can't support this. It was, uh... It was a Jimmy Buffett song. It was a Jimmy Buffett song. And so then the next song, when it was actually good, we clapped. And then he looked at us and like shook his head. And I'm like, Scott, do you think I should tell these ladies? Just listen to his songs and clap. That'll get you somewhere with this guy. Yeah. And Scott's like, don't talk to him. Like, well, I if thought they're I was not smart do... enough to figure that out, then they yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't help them with that. That's, that's, that's basic. Like, I just wanted to help some mm-hmm. tips. Ladies. Well, the funniest thing is sometimes, I don't know God. I don't usually go out to bars and stuff anymore. Yeah. But when I first came back to Des Moines after um, being away at school, I went out quite a bit when we had um, we had an art group called the Des Moines Project, which was in the social club building that was at 1408 Locust before they moved. Anyway, uh, we used to go out a lot. So we would people watching was a great thing to do, especially drunk people watching. Because like you said, sometimes you know older middle-aged women yeah. that are drunk – were more raunchy than some of the frat boys I'd ever seen they in college lose or whatever. Their mind. And they're just like, you know, taking their top. Like, I was at the garden. I was at the gay nightclub, which, you know, the garden is a mix of straights. I mean, it's always been yeah. a mix. But there was like probably mid 40s. Um, decent looking woman, but she's really heavy set, had large breasts. And we were there for a couple hours and, and we started out on the patio. And then as we moved in where she was, as she had more and more drinks, at the end of the night, like she actually like um, 
unbuttoned her button fly and was oh, like, God. <laughs> approaching this like Latin guy that was obviously homosexual because he was kissing men. <laughs> but she was like almost undressing on the floor and I oh, felt so God. bad for wow. her. And it's yeah. like and that, don't you feel like intervening kind of? I felt like I was going to perform like an intervention. Well, but the thing is, if they're that drunk at that point, well, and I'm not sure if these ladies were drunk, they're but drinking. at a certain point, they're not going to listen to anybody yeah. they don't know. So if you would have even tried to say anything, they'd be like, look, man, <laughs> I like a guitar. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know. It's just. And I think they thought this is going to be so sexy if we ask him to play yeah. I Touch Myself. And it's like, this is not a fucking karaoke bar. Whoa, it. <laughs> she did. It's like free <laughs> He does that outside, and we're like, oh shit. You don't want to be like, yeah. come here. No doubt. <laughs> come on. I know you don't want to put it back We're, we're having talking. a dog. Okay. Tell our audience what's going on. Okay, we're having a dog situation. Yeah. The, the leash has been unleashed, and yep. Molly's on the loose. In the house. Cosmos. It's fine. Cosmos, Cosmos. farting. I mean, yeah, it's the usual for the... excited about how this podcast is going. This has been his, for sure. <laughs> his most fun podcast, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think here's where we need to go next. Oh, we're just looking over the itinerary. Okay. okay. And then Let's, I'm going to... Then box going now. Should we start talking about blah? Uh, block from someone's Twitter. Yep. It happens. <laughs> well, this has been a great conversation. Like it's, it's always interesting when you get a group of people together, yeah. especially yeah. if you're not. You need kind of know them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But conversation is a great thing. I think people should, yeah. you know, this like podcasts fun. like this. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. I would encourage people to do that. Get with get their friends. To, talk yeah. about what they like. Let people know. Just get to know people. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're moving on to is people that don't want to get to know me because they blocked me from Twitter blocked without from me Twitter. ever having blocked talking to them. them. Yeah, like I'm a pre-block. Block? Like I'm blocked without ever having talked to this person. I feel like you're. How are you pre-blocked? I feel like I don't you're know. Blocked because they feel like they're gonna have emotions that they don't know if they want to feel. I think my Twitter is very polarizing. I've talked about tiny homes. <laughs> My Twitter is very polarizing. So I think I don't know Twitter. I don't know. Like I've had a Twitter account for the forty-eight, but not one yeah. personally. Like it's too much for me. Like I, I think it's I have enough time just updating my Facebook. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine like some of these millennials are younger that have Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and they they're constantly doing stuff all the time yeah. on it. Like wow. Well, that's what I'm always like. I'm trying to. I'm like actively trying to use Twitter more because I'm yeah. like. Maybe then people will listen to the podcast. Like yeah. it's, and I'm like, maybe you know, everyone on Facebook won't be interested in my thoughts on tiny homes. I'll put it on Twitter. But do you find it's a different audience of people on Twitter? Well, I'll tell you what. I tweeted about Rick Springfield the other day, and mm-hmm. people must have alerts set up for what Rick do you Springfield. Write? What do you write? I said I think we should all thank Rick Springfield for teaching us the word moot. Aha! And these super fans of great. Rick Springfield. Favorited it, and I only know they're super fans because one had Rick Springfield as her face or her Twitter header, right. and then the other had the other two had Rick just tweeted about Rick Springfield. It's like, they I mean, that tweet like, is great. I that's wow, that's true. Who's in that Meryl Street that's movie? true. Yeah, he's in True Detective with season two. That's true. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. 
Yeah. We don't have HBO. You guys have HBO? You know yep. what? Skip it. Yeah. Skip that one, yeah. But the first one was good. Oh, so. mm-hmm. I still haven't seen um, all of the Scientology documentary. Oh, that's Go- good. So, no, wait. I saw... Well, I saw the Scientology one, Going Clean, Yep, Going Clear. Going Clear. What's the one about the murderer where he basically... Robert Durst, The Jinx. The Jinx. I want to see that really bad. You've got to see it. I just rewatched it. Well, and then also for filmmaking documentary, as far as, you know, ethics. In some ways, that for filmmakers, that was big questions because... You know, for years and years, it was always you don't want to, you never would trick anyone like that. Mm-hmm. You'd always be upfront because they're trusting you. Yep. And if you would trust them, they'd give you a better you know, insight. But there's some of me that says if he was mic'd up and he's done that for months, he'd have to know that you, there's no way he would You have got something. to watch this I'm going right to. now. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> right now. HBO is Definitely. weird about, like, they sell it a lot. I don't yeah. think it ever goes on Netflix for either rental Mm-mm. or for whatever because they want you to get HBO yeah. Go or. Or HBO. Yeah. Which you should, if you don't have HBO, just sign up for the 30-day free trial and okay. watch it. I love I love John Oliver's stuff on there mm-hmm. when we had it. Because when we first got DirecTV, when we moved into our yeah. new house, like, like that's the kind of stuff. I mean, I love HBO. But for the extras, for just the movies, like now that everything else is streaming and I have a collection, especially Netflix. Yeah. To me, watching the movies, I mean, when we grew up, we always, we were the kids, we were the kind of kids that had cable. Like some people at our school had cable, some didn't. And we, I don't know what it was. And we probably couldn't afford it because I know my mom didn't work. It was just my dad. Yeah. Um, but we always had it and it was cool. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sorry. I got distracted. No, where, that's good. Where did this mm-hmm. jump off of? We have one more box question to do and then we're going to wrap it up. Let's do two box questions. Okay. Two box questions. Okay. Okay. These are our box questions. Right. Someone we, we, it's a wild this card. From a, uh, something my sister bought us. Christmas yeah. present that she I wanted feel like to play with really the family and they're kind of really up yeah it's not something you want to play with your mom and dad <laughs> right. not, not a Thanksgiving it's just kind of like uh, it's a little you don't play cards against humanity with your family which <laughs> 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 is a great game sometimes no <laughs> <laughs> where would you choose to live if you had to leave this country oh Ooh, leave the nice. whole country Nice. Um, that's. Do I go first? You yeah. can. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, Unless that's you want a really me tough to. One. I would probably say uh, somewhere warm. Jeez, like um, Australia. Australia. Australia would be nice. Australia. I just don't like extremes in weather. I know I live yeah. in Iowa, so that sounds weird. But <laughs> where would you go? Well, yeah, where I would you go? I think that I would live on Easter Island. Really? Ooh. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> would now, you push on the statues? I don't know. I think I'd leave them alone. But is there places to live there, or is it just an island? You can do it, because it's a box question. That's, like, that's, yeah, that's where I'd live. Yeah, that's where I'd live. I think I would... Easter yeah. Island. I would go either... To England, since people yeah. speak English, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wouldn't have to d- do any work in that arena. That's yeah. cool. I've always yeah. wanted to visit. Like yes. I, that's on my. You know, yeah, I definitely want to go to England sometime. Or yes. else Germany. I learned a little German, and I would like oh, to just yes. throw and myself into the mix. Some of the country the is beautiful there, or like Austria. 
Yeah. Like and just living in the sound of music. That's yeah. fine with me. Okay. I, I changed wanna, my answer. I just want to twirl on hills. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Why not? Right. Exactly. Because twirling in the street is really not as cool. Mm-hmm. It's not. And it gets you looks. You just want to I mean, twirl on the hills. <laughs> He's twirling in the street again. <laughs> All right. Another box question. Another okay. box question. What makes a house a home? Oh. To me, it's love. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Think that's true. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter necessarily what. What is sheltering you, but it's it's what's around you and what's around you. And if that's mm-hmm. love, then you're always in a good place. Yeah. Good, good. I think, I don't know if we can beat that. We can't. I agree I with think it. that's perfect. I love it. <laughs> and that's great. That is, that's true. It's perfect. Yeah. That's a perfect answer. Should we do another one? Are we done? Do one more. Do yeah. one, one more. more. They're okay. fun. No, 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 no. Okay. If you could master one instrument, what would it be? Oh, my God. Get the guitar because you look cool as hell. Oh, People yeah. would cheer for you when you walk into bars, like, yeah. "Oh fuck, here she you comes!" Think, Casey, you think even if you're right, a woman, you <laughs> those ladies would go for you. If you had a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you're a woman, I don't know who's gonna go. Yeah, I don't know if you're a guy with a guitar. Yeah, maybe it's not as got it. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's not as impressive. Yep, I, I don't know. Piano. I would totally go piano yeah. too, because as a kid, that's the the thing that always fascinated me. Like I like guitarists and rock bands and all that, but someone that can go crazy on a piano, it, I just not necessarily an organ. I don't like that <laughs> that, that that twang of that, but like the actual just like a piano or a grand piano. We'd go to like Vaughn Moore and Valley West would always yeah. have someone playing Christmas carols all the way through it, and even though we didn't really shop at Vaughn Moore that much, um, I would always ask my mom if we could go in there just to listen to a piano player and one of my favorite christmas albums is just um it's just all instrumental of a piano playing christmas carols which is really yeah. cool nice elton john said like the cool thing about piano is that it's also a percussion instrument because you're hitting it i mean you really do have to yeah well you think like jerry lee lewis and banging on like it is definitely it is total percussion because mm-hmm. it's those hammers are just it's insane like do you guys play it do you guys anyone play it I can play chords and maybe a little note here and there. Can you play it? Oh, yeah. Really? Cool. Is that why you have one? Yeah, that's totally Why have, have you one. never played piano for us? It's embarrassing. Why are you playing piano on this album, oh, me and Luke? Like yeah, yeah, you need to come over and play that's piano. Awesome. That's a really great but skill. Yeah, I'm playing, I'm playing a lot. I have like 15 years of Good lessons. for you. What about? You got to come over and play piano. See, you learned something about yeah. your co host tonight. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that's I'm glad we went for three. One yeah. more question, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Is that that's it? it. That's that's it. it. Okay. That's it. That's wrapping it up. Okay, now it's time. Okay, we want to thank Jacob for drawing a picture of us. Yes. What a delight. It and we would wonderful. also like to encourage all of our fans, just draw a picture of us. I got immense joy out of Jacob's picture. And <laughs> and just send it to us. I nothing's it too was weird. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing's too weird at gmail.com. Draw a picture of us. We would appreciate more. Yep, we would appreciate more. So yes. thank you for that. And we'd also like to know if either TJ or any of the Cold Sweats crew would like to go to a cemetery with us next Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll just, go about dusk. Yep, just let us know. We'll, you know, leave and we're just going to drive up there and see what happens. And we would like someone to go with us. Yeah. <laughs> we could die from we ghosts. We could die from ghosts, but... Come you don't die us. usually from ghosts. Maybe <laughs> running away from them, but... 
We don't want to die from ghosts, so. <laughs> so if somebody can come with us, that would yep. be great. And we have Beast Village coming up, yep. and that's October 3rd at 1. At 1. And I'll make cupcakes, so come it's watch us. It's at the us. social club, right? It's at the social club. Right, okay. We'll be there with Luke Ritter, and yep. he'll... He'll be funny. He'll be singing a song. Yep. Him and Scott have been working on an album. We might even bring on a few surprise guests. You don't know what's going on. So and then also um, at the Paramount yep. in Cedar Rapids. November 14th. 13th. November 13th. Up on the rooftop. I up think on the rooftop. Mr. Belding might be there. I'm not sure if he's, if he's <gasps> awesome. going to be flying in or not. But oh my God. If not, you can Good. check it out. It'll be streaming. It'll actually probably in Redbox and. Uh, Everything eventually will end up on Netflix uh, for next yes. Christmas season. But this Christmas season, you'll be able to either buy it or rent it. Um, and awesome. it's a good Iowa film. So and we'll post out. that on awesome. our yeah. we'll post the tickets on our Facebook page and yeah. like us on Facebook. Yeah, we have eighty-seven fans. We should probably have more. I don't know. Leave us like iTunes reviews. One hundred and eighty-seven. We should have a hundred. We should have a thousand. Yeah, we should. So keep liking. Yep. And thanks for being here. Thanks, Thank you, Sam. Sam. Thank you so that much for having me. Fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. lots of fun. Thank yeah. you for people for listening. Yeah. That's real nice of you. So, okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.